Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tapped that keg. I'm just here. For the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also stream us through all streaming devices, including Spotify. We're now doing our second consecutive show from Langley at the Barley Merchant on 200 Street in the shadow of the Colossus Theater. And the last time we saw you... This was a shell. <laughs> this was a shell, and we it's knew a very dirty, cold, dark shell. Yes. We had followed the trials and tribulations of the barley merchant and the development of it, and gosh, you couldn't have picked a better time to open a restaurant, could you? Uh, the pandemic and all of this sort of stuff, but it worked. Well, it definitely did. You know, we uh, it wasn't exactly how we saw it all going down, but it allowed us the time to work on the concept, uh, get our systems in place, and when we finally got the doors open, to not have to worry about restrictions on our occupant load and uh, save that money that we were going to spend on plexiglass <laughs> and all those sorts of things. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a blessing in disguise, I guess. It's been great so far. How, how far back does the uh, the concept go? Like, Did you have that in the back of your mind? One day I'm going to find a space and I'm going to turn it into this place that's really focused on local, local, local. So the concept of local, local, local uh, was something that evolved over time. But the idea of opening a cool craft beer joint in the Langley area was actually born in November of 2015 oh, wow. when I met my business partner, who was an old boss of mine, to talk about the idea of opening a place. He lives in Vancouver. I was telling him about places uh, that we all know and love, like the Alibi Room and mm-hmm. St. Augustine's and how every time I went into Vancouver, those are the places that I wanted to visit before I went to the Canucks game or a concert. But I just felt like out in the Langley area, out in the Burbs, it just didn't have that place. So he said, well, or I said, well, why don't I come out to Vancouver and we can go to one of those places and I'll show you. And he said, well, actually, I haven't been in Langley in a while. Why don't I come out your way? Where's a cool place to go? So I said, well, I mean, there's this place that just opened up not too long ago. It's doing a little bit of craft beer. It's called the London Bowl. And that's actually the building that we're in now, which is the like super, super ironic story. So we met here. We, uh, we had some blue buck, we had some uh, ruby tears, mm-hmm. um, and some uh, house sounds King Heffy, and uh, talked about the idea, and that was where the ball first started rolling, and then it kind of ebbed and flowed over the years. Uh, beginning of 2018 was when we really thought that uh, it was go time. Uh, Langley's beer scene was slowly evolving, and still nobody had gone all in on BC Craft on the taps with, with a large option. Um, but the growth of the brewery community was growing and the uh, knowledge and thirst for craft beer by the locals was also um, continuing to kind of balloon. So we saw that as an opportunity that Langley's definitely the place and we started looking at locations and it turned out this location that we have now uh, was available. So we put in to get this spot and we actually lost out and didn't get it. You talk about blessings in disguise <laughs> at the time. So we didn't get it and uh, again parked the idea. It was actually picked up by 
another brewery from out here in the Fraser Valley that was had plans to partner with a, an eatery group, and they were going to do their own thing, but they wanted to brew here, as yeah. far as I understood it. And the landlord really wanted to have kind of like a Brewer's Row concept because there was another restaurant just around the corner here that was, they were, they were um, their lease was coming to an end and there's a vacant lot in the corner. So they saw a Brewer's Row and thought this would be great here, but it's not zoned for brewing, for manufacturing. Yeah. So uh, I guess they worked for about 15 months to try to make it happen and it fell through. So jump forward to May of 2019, I got a little birdie that texts me at seven in the morning saying, remember that spot you tried to get? It's about to go back on the market. And I was down here by 7.30 in the morning, grabbed the phone number off the door and just put the pedal to the metal and away we went. So you've been open now for how long? Uh, just over two weeks. Just over two weeks. Was it automatic? Like was, was the minute you finally opened that door with a sign on it saying, come on in, was it automatic? Every day has felt like a Saturday, <laughs> nonstop, all day, every day. Um, we've, we, uh, I mean, we're a 210 seat restaurant all through our planning stages, uh, we thought we were opening with limited capacity, which would be great to have 120, 130 seats to, you know, with the ambitious food program that we have where we're making everything in-house from scratch. All brand new team in the kitchen. Everybody's green. Um, but we trained and got everybody up, you know, ready to go and just said, let's see where this goes. So we opened up the doors and, uh, yeah, we had definitely had some roller coasters, some long waits. Um, you know, fast beer, slow food for the first <laughs> couple of days. Uh, but, I mean, the community out here in Walnut Grove is amazing. Uh, everybody was, you know, I've been sharing the story of the build out and the challenges yep. and whatnot just through the local, like Walnut Grove Facebook groups. I'm, I live in the area. I, I've been able to uh, connect with a number of people and lots of people messaging me, asking me, when's it opening? When's it opening? And finally, I was able to put a date on that. Well, I was here on, on Sunday night and Tim was gracious enough to grab a seat for me and my in-laws and, and the girlfriend and Tim I gotta say buddy everything's spot on A1 love it from 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 Ooh. the time we walked in service beers food bang on so this show again is dedicated to the scene in Langley in this portion of Langley uh, off 200 um, just off highway one yep we were doing our previous show in what's known as the Langley Loop, and it's amazing to think that we're almost like in double-digit breweries in Langley, and I think there's a couple more in the talking stages, if not yeah. planning stages. Uh, it's called the Barley Merchant. It is located in Walnut Grove in the shadow of the Colossus Theater uh, on 200th at the Barley Merchant. Tim LaHaye, it's been a progress or a work in progress, and um, you showed us the blueprints or you showed us the artist rendering, and, and, and it was hard to imagine because I'm no visionary. It's hard to imagine that's going to become this, and it's become that, and it looks outstanding. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to be on the show with us. Absolutely. Thanks so much, guys. Love your work. Keep Cheers. it up. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it 
comes with a free glass, and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save two fifty on a fifteen pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only twenty six forty nine. Sleep and Clear fifteen pack save a dollar only twenty seven twenty nine plus a gift with purchase. It's liquor on two forty eighth on two forty eighth Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something fresh, come and see me. It's never too late for a change. A fresh start, a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or a complete makeover, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown. Or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus Terminal. Uh, and it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own reigning champ. Everything in the shop, like I said, is ethically sourced. It's either Canadian or American made. Our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away. Uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at Good Lag Clothing or visit the website goodlagclothing.com. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also stream us through all streaming devices, including Spotify. You can go to YouTube and check out video versions of our show called Just Here for the Beer. Coming up on our 11th anniversary, October, will be 11 years of the radio show. And in those 11 years, we've seen this industry grow far and wide. We're now doing our second consecutive show from Langley at the Barley Merchant on 200th Street. And... um, it's so nice to see this, this area spring up with great new product. John Collins and Jeff Herkett are the co-founders of Brookswood Brewing. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Nice to see you. Cheers. Yes, absolutely. Cheers, gents. So those new to the scene, those new to the area, the environment, tell us about Brookswood Brewing. Who came up with the concept? Mr. Herkett and I have, have a prior history in other, in other beer endeavors, but uh, what, uh, what brought you guys together and, and why here and why now? Um, we get what all started, I think, back in 2017 at uh, BC Beer Awards. So another, our uh, fellow partner, uh, Chris Johnson, and I, he worked for Preston Mobility. He was in charge of supplying the uh, scoreboards or tally, uh, digital tally boards for the uh, customer uh, voting uh, at the BC Beer Awards. And him and I, longtime buddies. And after that event, we're driving home after a few beverages. And we said, you know what? Always. We always. Should, Isn't that we, the way it happens? It always is. For sure. It's where the best <laughs> plans start, right? After a few pints. So, yeah. So, it was on the way home. We're like, dude, we need to do this ourselves. We need to figure it out. There's nothing in South, South Surrey where I live. And Langley's booming. Starting to get going back in 2017. We've got to start looking. So, from there, we just started looking around. Tried in South Surrey. Nothing. You can't do anything in Surrey. Surrey's terrible. Sorry if you're from Surrey, but Surrey beer scene, it's unfortunate. The, uh, the government or the uh, local guys are not allowing any growth of business when it comes to the, the beer scene. So um, out of the blue, JC, Johnny here, 
uh, had, gave me a call because he knew I was in the beer industry and wanted to pick my brain on an opportunity that he was just kind of mulling over, right? He was thinking of doing a, a brew and brew. He said, hey, Jeff, I got this idea. I'm in the coffee industry. I'm thinking, I love beer. I love coffee. I'm thinking of a brew and brew. What are your thoughts? Can I pick your brain? I found a location just down the road from my house. It's up for lease, and it'd be perfect. I'm like, can I get back to you? Boom, hung up with JC, called Chris. I'm like, dude, I think we found a location and another partner. So we came back. We had a chat, went and visited the location, and we high-fived each other, and we've been working on it since. So the question I wow. have, though, is, is that as this industry has grown, and it's grown exponentially, and it's wonderful, but is it still easy to go into a bank and say, hey, I got this concept for a brewery? Is it, those days probably have come and gone where it was easy. <laughs> yeah. That must have been the challenge, John. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a challenge initially, and, and I'm not going to mention which bank and why, but at the end of the day, um, we thought, oh, yeah, we'll just go with this bank. They're pretty big, see what happens. And they were like, uh, let's put your houses up and uh, take your third child and then we'll talk. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I've been in the food industry for almost 20 years and Jeff has as well. We talked about what are opportunities? Do we want to do private investorship? Do we want to have um, more people involved, less people involved? So we kind of looked at a bit of a balance, but I thought it was really important that we you know, explored, obviously, um, what banks want to be involved with what we want to do. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic now, but at the time, we're like, there's got to be people out there ready to invest in people that have got, you know, lots and lots of experience behind them. But obviously, like, with the brewery and craft brewery industry growing, there's opportunity. So we kind of scratch our heads a little bit and we kick some, some doors and, and we, we circle back and we had people that wanted to invest and in, in own everything. And we thought, you know what, this is our industry, this is our business, we want to keep it to ourselves. And I'm sure we'd like some private investors, but we don't want to give it all up. So we talked to a lot of local craft breweries, and everyone was so instrumental in making our decisions for us. It's like, hey, I dealt with this guy, I dealt with that guy, do this, don't do that. So it's been great. Like, it's been awesome. We talk about this all the time. Yes. What other industry yes. has that kind of sense yes. of cooperation? I don't there's, know none. there's none. Yeah. And there's none. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you, we've seen it as... As we as the industry has grown, more and more guys are coming on board. More and more experience, yeah. right? As you said, don't do this, do that, do, right? Go see this guy, and and it's really sad that the big banks have not looked at this industry to really see the growth in it. Yes, it is a little bit of a chance, yeah. but if you've got the experience, you've got the know-how, why not? It's, and, it's not yeah. the risk they think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we we're fortunate. The, the bank that we ended up, well, I think the bank kind of chose us in a sense because somebody gave us direction, we met with them, and they were gung-ho on us. They love like it. The, the individual who looked after our, uh, our portfolio, he was a risk, part of a risk division and looking for those oddball uh, yep. opportunities yep. and let's go for it. And it was awesome, like far different than the original bank we were thinking about Crazy. going with. This new bank has been fantastic. We're talking Brookswood Brewing. You can check them out on Instagram, Brookswood Brewing Co. Uh, John Collins and Jeff Herkut, the co-founders. So talk about beers. Um, the, what, what do you decide? Did you look at the terrain and kind of go, well, they're doing this, they're doing that. We're going to kind of stick with these? Absolutely. I mean, a big part of it. And, and Dave's our brewmaster who's in the background here. Um, what we're drinking right now is a what we would consider a New England or hazy IPA. It's a 6.5 smooth drinking, 40 IBUs, tropical kind of, lots of hops, but it, it doesn't bite. It's so smooth. No one in the area is doing that, and, and everyone's got their own little niche in the market. Ours is going to be IPA. It's going to be hazy. It's going to be fun. Um, we're, we're just going to play around with it, but 
having guys like Dave on board and then obviously Jeff here, who's been in the beer industry for 20 plus years, we know what people want. We're also we're going to offer everything they want, but we're going to try some new stuff. You know, I remember uh, running into you, uh, Jeff, uh, and you had decided to abandon the beer industry and yeah. you were into something completely different. And I remember thinking the line from Hotel California, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. <laughs> it just kind of calls you back <laughs> in. Yeah. And I've never really left the industry. So I was Parallel 49 for, for years, a number two employee, and had a great, great opportunities there and had a great time. And, and then I left there and I, I brokered hops with brew culture and I did that for two years. And then I got the opportunity to work with the uh, now company I'm with, my paying job. Uh, Crohn's uh, Machinery out of Toronto, global company. We manufacture filling and packaging equipment for the beverage industry. So I'm selling brewing equipment. I'm selling uh, can fillers, bottle fillers. I'm selling anything and everything that takes liquid into a container and gets it to the consumer. So I'm still in the industry, just a little bit on the outside. So what is the physical location, Brookswood Brewing Co.? Where, where are you at? Are you are you up and running? I know you're doing, you did a collab here with Bright Eye from, from Kamloops. Another killer beer scene is in Kamloops. There's a killer beer scene everywhere. What uh, What's the plan for the structure and the facility? Well, moving forward, obviously, we'd like to tell everyone, coming soon. Um, <laughs> Never we're, soon you enough. know, we're honestly at the end, we're basically waiting for the township and the city to say, yes, you can do this and when you can do it. But, uh, you know, we've already done all the legwork. We were pre-approved and it took a long time for the rezoning application. So the, just so like the viewers know, whenever you say, hey, I want to put a brewery here, they'll say, yeah, okay, you can have a liquor license, but you can't manufacture on site. So that was a big challenge for us. And the first pushback we got from the township was, hey, well, why don't you just go into an industrial park or why don't you go somewhere where no one wants to be? And the our initial response was no we want to be in a neighborhood we want to be a fare through we want to be a walk to no one's going to have to worry about drinking driving because you can walk we've got 15,000 residents within a 10 minute walk from our house not one brewery not one pub anywhere near us there's three sushi places there's a subway there's a mcdonald's there's everything else you need not a brewery so uh, i mean with all of us we've all got young children between the ages of 8 and 12 yeah we can all walk in, our kids can come with us, we can have a couple of beers, grab a four-pack and go. Jeff, now you've been in the industry for a long time. You've seen this change. Yeah. Is it? Do, do you see the change happening on the government side where they now get to come in and sit in your, in your establishment, see the family, see the kids, and going, you know what? Maybe I was wrong about this. 100%. I think they have. I think they have that, uh, that thought now from, from past. Uh, you definitely see those, and that's what we're trying to create. We're trying to create that kind of neighborhood kind of pub but brew pub in a sense where you come in with your family your locals and like we're close to everybody and we're, we're right in Brookswood Village in the heart of Brookswood which is like one of the neighborhoods that you say you're from Brookswood some like it is so tight like it's we're branding yeah, it that we're way. excited to be People there love it yeah it's gonna I be good it. so uh, again a lot has to happen everything has to go right but all things fingers crossed all things considered uh, here we are in almost mid-August when realistically can people walk in the door of Brookswood Brewing four to six months <laughs> so I'd say so mid January. The wheels of government, mid, right? Mid January yeah. yeah. 22. Roughly. Yeah. yeah. And you're in the meantime, you're packaged and you're available. So no. we have, not, not, not 100%. We've, we've got our space. We're waiting to be able to get the permits to grow our space. We've got our equipment being built as we speak. And again, we're, we're going 100% Canadian. We're using a local company that everything is Conic, built of, uh, locally. All locally. Um, great, great individuals involved. And every company locally, but these guys have been phenomenal. Um, we're going to be in your backyard, we're going to be your neighbors, we're going to be your friends. And the best part about it is um, you can come in, you can have a beer, you can grab a four-pack, you can grab a crawler, you can grab a growler. Um, we're not quite there yet, but once we do, we're working on a collaboration beer again right now with some of our neighbors here in Langley, uh, hoping to be at the Fort Langley Beer Fest. 
And then we're also doing a contract brew, so we'll have our own beers in cans very shortly. Um, I don't know. You guys tell us what you think about the first beer that we've Dang. Love it. Dang. It's good. good. It. Awesome. It's Thanks, good. Guys. We're both hop heads, so why Perfect. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Nice. Uh, you can follow the story on Brookswood Brewing Co. on Instagram. Coming soon to Brookswood Village, John Collins and Jeff Herkett. Uh, we're hoping to make this an annual event. So love this it. time next year, let's reconvene on awesome. the patio at Barley Merchant. And the store it. is open for biz, and awesome. everything is up and running. Great story. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Cheers. guys. Cheers. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com, or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15 pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Sleeman Clear 15 pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio broadcasting from the Barley Merchant, newly opened on 200 Street in Langley. It is in the shadow of the Colossus Movie Theater, and uh, it's in, in Walnut Grove. A brand new place, Tim LaHaye, of course, the uh, founder of this operation, and it's quite the, uh, quite the story they told of uh, the process. Going back to 2015 to find this location, have it taken from them, have it come available again, finally get it open, then a pandemic hits, and it just everything wrong went wrong, but you know what? What a great-looking spot, huh? Oh, it's, it's amazing. I've, like you guys will hear, I was here on Sunday night and uh, with the in-laws, and this place was just jammed. And uh, food, everything on point. So Hey, we record this on a Tuesday afternoon, and it's a pretty good-looking scene oh, for a Tuesday afternoon. Exactly. Hey, and we're focusing on brewers in this area of Langley, in the Walnut Grove. and, and, and Well, not, not necessarily just in this area, but we did a show two weeks ago focused on the Langley Loop. We've got so many great breweries, and let's welcome Locality Brewing to the show. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy is the maltster. 
and Karen is the head brewer. Welcome. How are Hi. you? Thank you. Good. Thanks for having us. Okay. Is this your first time on radio, both of you? Definitely. Okay. Ah, <laughs> we're popping a cherry don't, again. Don't clam up. Don't clam up. Just, just, it's just, it's softball it's questions. It's just us. Softball questions. <laughs> okay. So tell us about Locality Brewing. You, um, you actually are the maltster, Andy, so I'll start with you. You're actually on farmland in Langley. Yeah, we've uh, got a family farm in Langley. Uh, it's my in-law's place, and um, it's been a dairy farm. It's been a horse adjustment, um, and we decided to start a brewery in 2016, uh, growing barley, growing hops. Uh, it's been a bit of a journey as well, and uh, here we are, 2021, opening the doors. So you're the one that grows it, and do you decide that you want to turn that into beer? And that's a whole different process, and that's where Karen comes in as the head brewer. H how did you both link up, and when was it first proposed to you that this is what we're going to do? Um, it actually was just a job posting that I applied to. Uh, unlike any other brewery job posting that I'd seen before, though, um, in terms of it being a farm brewery, uh, most breweries don't grow their ingredients or malt their ingredients for beer. Uh, so that's really what appealed to me and why I was really excited about it. And uh, hopefully that excitement came through, and that's why they picked me, I guess. So were you a home brewer? No, I'm a brewer. I went to Olds College. I've worked at Central City and Steamworks. Um, yeah, so I was just so looking to... So you got a pedigree. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> so it just kind of grew up with a fondness for, for suds. And did, did, was that the plan some years ago, that one day I'm, I'm going to brew my own beer? Um, I wouldn't say it was the plan from the beginning. I got a biochemistry degree from UBC, and but didn't really want to work in a lab or be a scientist so it became kind of what am I going to use this for and there's just a lot of science there's a lot of microbiology and uh, biochemistry to fermentation and brewing so um, yeah I basically was a huge craft beer fan and when I realized what went into the beer making process I really saw myself doing it as a career. So. so we always hear, Andy, that you know, you, you're sort of reliant on local governments and, and council people to be in your corner and maybe help sort of uh, mitigate some of the red tape and, and the obstacles that are there. Was it an easy process from when you decided to uh, open a place to <laughs> actually getting it open? Look at the look on his face, I'm guessing the answer is a big old <laughs> no on that one. No, it was not easy. I think uh, anybody who's opened a brewery there are some challenges, and uh, doing it on farmland is is uh, definitely a big one. It's it's been a journey. We grew, we've grown barley for five years. This will be our sixth harvest. Um, we had to have sort of four years of analytical testing from the barley to confirm it may hit malting quality specs um, before we're allowed to even apply for our permit. So it's been a journey. Uh, we built a malt house in 2019 built a brewery in 2020 and 2021. So. And that brewery, we should point out, uh, is 7111 252nd Street, but I'm told, if you know the area, it's by the Thunderbird Equestrian Center and Crowsbury Farm. So that kind of helps localize where locality brewing is. Tell us about the beers, Karen. What, um, what, are, what are you doing? What, um, what's good on the menu? 
So we've uh, opened with four beers on tap. Um, the Honey Lager is our most popular and it's what I'm most proud of because it's 100% farm ingredients. So the honey, the malt and the hops are entirely from the farm for that beer. Um, and it's a beer that everyone loves. Everyone can get behind a Honey Lager. Uh, and then we also have our Wild Side of 248 uh, IPA which is, you know, you know if you like hops or you don't. <laughs> um, yes. And if you do, I think that you'll like this beer. Um, and it does showcase hops from our farm. Uh, and then we also have a blackberry sour, which is kind of cool because we have it right now in slush form, beer slush form, as well as your Ooh. regular carbonated beer form. Okay, so explain beer slush. Basically, we put it in a slushy machine and it turns into slush. slush. So All right, that's what I figured, but I just wanted to slush. make sure. Nice. Um, so it's kind of a Bellini only with beer? Is that kind of what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. And it, it lends well to fruit sour beers right. like our Blackberry Sour. Right. So. so as the brand expands, Andy, are you planning to get more creative and add more hops and malts that you can do some funky things with? Yeah, absolutely. We can be a bit creative with having the malt house attached to the the brewery and the farm. Um, it feels like over history we've kind of separated that communication between the farmer and the brewer and we can, uh, we've can we now reconnected it at locality so we're pretty excited what we can do. Um, and are you getting good response from the from the locals in terms of not necessarily the customer base but in terms of like at retail and wholesale or the liquor stores where your product is, is, is being accepted? Yeah, the response has been amazing. We we're at uh, Otter Co-op um, Older group. Proud, proud sponsor proud of Just Here for, for the Beer. beer. Yeah, yes. There we go. They, those guys uh, really have supported us as a local farm. That's um, awesome. And now selling our beer as well. And also Fort Langley Liquor Store and a few others. Local um, places. Uh, the other Langley breweries also have been just incredible. Um, we'd brewed beer, but we hadn't got approval to open our uh, on-site sales areas. And, you know, dead frog smugglers... Um, stocked our beer and actually most of the other Langley Loop breweries have got us to where we are. You They've know, Joe, helped us up. And we've talked about this again and again and again and again and, and we can't stop talking about it because this is the most awesomest thing about this industry is that everybody is willing to help everybody out whether you've been around mm -hmm. for a while or if you're just starting out and, and you're getting your feet wet the, that, that's the, the, the most awesome thing about this you can follow them on social media at Locality Brewing, again, located on 252nd Street by the Thunderbird Equestrian Center and Crossbury Farms. Andy, the maltster, Karen, head brewer. Thank you so much for joining us. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you so much. Thanks for having us. I'm just here for the beer. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. 
Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 presents Meet the Brewer of with Sean Phillips. It's a peek behind the curtain with the principal players of beer and the teams of brewers that make the British Columbia beer scene second to none. It's Meet the Brewer of on Sportsnet 650 and just here for the beer. Okay, today I'm sitting down with Dana Barnaby of Kitts Beach Beer, the new company that everybody's been seeing pop up in various liquor stores and whatnot around. Just curious to hear what it's about. Dana, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great. It's a great day. It's a great day to be in Kitts. Again, you've got, I was just telling you, you got a gorgeous little spot here right in the heart of Kitts. Um, so tell me a little bit about the company, man. Um, well, there's three of us, uh, Andrew, James, and myself, and we yep. basically are longtime Kitts residents who... Sat on the beach many, many times and just decided that, uh, you know, always joked, wouldn't it be great to have our own beer? Wouldn't it be great to have Kitts Beach beer? And we yeah. talked about it for like five years consistently. And finally, I looked at my friend Andrew and I said, Andrew, we either do this or stop talking about it. And yeah. so over COVID, uh, that was well, just prior to COVID, actually, we started to think about launching it. And then with COVID, uh, we got really into recipe building and everything else. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, COVID also delayed a lot of the process because we couldn't get some of the licensing we wanted, some of the things we wanted. Some places weren't open, of course, uh, so we just weren't able to get functioning well. So we had to delay it just till this May long weekend, which, of course, was even better for us, too. We were more prepared and everything else. Amazing. That's great. And it's true. I mean, Kits is an area that's that's obviously so well known in Vancouver and such an important part of our city. And yet anything west of Granville, there are no breweries, no beers that kind of fit that identity until now, obviously. Yeah, there have been a few companies that have tried to brew here. Like they, they apply for permits to get a license to get a brewery in Kitsilano, but right now there's no light industrial spaces in Kitsilano, so there isn't, well there's no bylaw saying you can't brew, but you can't find a place to brew, so yeah. currently that's where we're, we're in the same situation. So instead of just saying no to the idea, we decided, well why can't we just bring the beer here into market first, get everybody around it, get ourselves excited about it, and then you know even if we brew over in you know East Van, we can still bring it over here, get it all excited about it, and then maybe in a year or two, We'll lighten up and somebody will find something for us. Maybe the city will help us to say That's you guys have been great. great for the neighborhood and, you know, we'll open up. I'm certainly rooting for you there. Thank you. Um, so does that mean the plan would be to have your own facility? Would there be a tasting room and everything included with that? Absolutely. And in fact, our, our immediate plan is to get a couple tasting rooms up already or a tasting room up immediately. We're looking already on U Street. We missed a spot by inches. But Oh, no. Yeah. That's and it's just, tragic. well, there's nothing like it's so like few and far between for oh. spaces wise. But Vancouver um, so, real estate, right? Yeah. And we're in a kids especially. But we're, um, we're avidly looking um, like so far uh, we'd like to get a, ta- a tied house to our brewer to our brewery and open up in kits and then have a tasting room and and, um, and get that going to start with and then of course maybe like I said before you know there's a couple of spaces that we have our eyes on that are big enough to hold a brewery it's just a matter of changing the, some people's minds fantastic <laughs> and the style you guys are currently doing I was just saying you off air I'm like it's a perfect beach beer right it's a citrusy summer ale super crushable do you guys have any plans in the future of, you know, eventually if you did have a tasting room, kind of go in a few different avenues with your beer or just stick with what you, what's consistent for you? We wanted to launch this year with one beer, uh, yep. or I should say this summer with one beer, uh, the Golden the golden Ale, yes, the sir. Summer Ale. Um, and uh, But we already have plans for expansion. In fact, in October 1st, we're launching our next beer, which is a dark Mexican lager. Oh. And then in the spring of next year, we'll bring out a grapefruit ale, 
and then probably and most likely the later summer we'll bring out a rattler and it'll probably be a ginger beer rattler amazing oh that's great yeah so you guys are kind of hitting all the all the spectrums of we uh, are yeah and, we, and of course yeah. That. yeah we know that it's, it's necessary to you know expand our line we always have it we do have the recipes already made for them we're ready to go with them but we just wanted to like you know uh, just get this beer known first not not compete with ourselves you know get yeah. everybody know the get the one taster out there get to know the brand and then of course through the slowly introduce the next, next beers fantastic that's so great um, and now you mentioned how difficult it is uh, zoning permits and everything in kits. But where is it actually being made now? So currently we're, we're brewing at Settlement Brewing, okay. uh, which is the old, the old postmark yep. at in Dunleavy Street. And so they've been great with us. Adam and Travis, the, the brewer, the head brewer there, has been working with us. And we developed the recipe here ourselves. And then we were over there. And, of course, they expanded. And they, they make it a larger heck, you know, heck. And, and uh, you know, and so I just watch over carefully and stuff. And so then it's yep. been great, great relationship so far. And then we're brewing. We're doing, we're brewing about every three weeks right now and getting it all out and That's selling good. it all. I know a lot of great breweries that have gotten their start that way, like Superflux come to mind. They're doing it yeah. out of, uh, they're doing it out of Strathcona and one other place prior to that. They did, yeah. I can't um, remember either, but it was yeah. like actually four years they, they contracted. That's right. Now, like last year, they finally opened their, their first tasting room and it's like one of the most popular beers in Vancouver now. It so is. like, yeah. I'm sincerely hoping that it's the same effect for you guys. Yeah. It's, well, it's a way to get into the market easier and stuff, you know, yeah. like you can definitely tra- test your product a lot easier. Of course, it doesn't cost a $1.5 million to open up a brewery and and yeah. hold people like your beers right so that was another big consideration for ourselves is like you know how do we get in the market how do we test our beers how do we do all these things without the big investment and of course kits and kits of land on properties and property tax and everything else it's very expensive over here so yeah. we wanted to see how the response was first before we you know jumped in with full full uh, throttle but we will be doing that and like obviously the response to this already has been fantastic so we're looking currently and we'll We'll find something soon. Amazing. Sure. I'm sure you will because, again, like the product speaks for itself. And I've heard you guys just kind of started doing this. I've heard a ton of buzz about you guys already. So it's awesome. Bodes well. Um, we're just about at time here, but where can people find Kits Beach Beer? So we're all over Kitsilano. We're in all uh, private liquor stores, most of them here. And uh, then we're about a dozen restaurants. And it's on our website. It says, you know, if you go to www.kitsbeachbeer.com. Uh, it will, you'll, it's right there. It says where we find us and stuff, and we're basically at the you know all the patios around the around here, and it's been going great. We got three new clients last week, two new clients this week. So the local support is huge. It's huge, yeah, and it's really growing. Amazing, Dana. Thank you so much, guys. Keep an eye out for Kits Beach Beer wherever you can find it there. Join us again next time for Meet the Brewer of with Sean Phillips on Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650. Follow Sean on Instagram at Meet the Brewer of. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning avant-garde hair studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it 
comes with a free glass, and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save two fifty on a fifteen pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only twenty six forty nine. Sleep and Clear fifteen pack save a dollar, only twenty seven twenty nine plus a gift with purchase. It's liquor on two forty eighth on two forty eighth Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus Terminal. Uh, And it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, We carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own reigning champ everything in the shop like i said is ethically sourced it's either canadian or american made our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at good lad clothing or visit the website goodladclothing.com you're listening to just here for the beer radio on sportsnet 650 am and 96.9 fm hd3 canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade follow us on twitter and instagram at jhftb it's just here for the beer radio and your host joe leary and rick moha beer just here for the beer radio coming up on our 11th anniversary october of 2021 will be 11 years of the show You're trying to age us prematurely yeah, here Mr. Larry. joe larry along with rick mohabir from just here for the beer.com at jhftb on social media and you can also listen to uh, previous episodes of the show both through the website just here for the beer.com you can stream them on spotify and uh, it's such a thrill to have one of the ogs yes. not only of the brew scene but certainly of this area brew scene we're broadcasting from the barley merchant on 200th and Langley. His name is Cole Smith. He is the head yes. brewer of Dead Frog Brewing. And you're not Hello an old boys. you're not an old man, but man, you <laughs> must feel like an old brewery by comparison. Because when you were here, it was what sticks and trees and gravel and oh yeah, this was still a um, a horse arena. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no, you've come a long way. Nope. What was the thought? Did you think at that time, you and your dad, of course, Derek Smith, did you um, you were making great beers and have been for a long time? But did you ever envision that you know what we're in the, on the ground floor? But one of these days. This area is going to really expand, not only in terms of development, but in terms of beer properties. Well, I'll be honest. When we started Dead Frog, I would have been 13 years old. So, no, I didn't think that at that yeah, point. Yeah. And kind of coming into it as I as I have um, up until six, seven years ago when I started really getting into the brewing thing and taking it over. And, yeah, absolutely. That was that was the goal, at least, was to get into this thing and hold strong and and, and strong, you have mm-hmm. held, and you've moved, and you've now got a great location just off uh, on off off two hundred. I mean, I, what's I just know it's by the Harley dealer. What's what's the actual location of Dead Frog? Uh, it's two hundredth and eighty eighth, right two. by the Sandman and the Harley Davidson dealership. Davis, there, yeah, right. you can't miss those two. Yeah. Exactly, we're right across the highway from Barley Merchant. You basically can see us <laughs> from here. Huh. And, and and Rick, I know you've got you and your our you know, ex late friend, uh, the the late Colin Jack, have history with uh, oh, Cole's father sure. Derek because yes. Dead Frog was one of the original sponsors of your dedicated beer events that you guys were doing so well That's for so correct. many years. Yeah. Actually, I was just I was just joking around with Cole, my uh, my crazy cousin up in uh, Edmonton, loved the pepper lime so much, and it disappeared. And then it came back, and I don't know if you had a chance to I've been fighting with that. for pepper lime back for years. Nice. 
anyways, Mr. Dave <laughs> up in uh, in Edmonton actually called me up and he goes, what do I need to do to get some of that up here in, in Edmonton? And phoned up the boys and they sent him uh, two flats. So, yeah, it was great. Well, yeah. I do recall that because back in those days, this is in the early days of the radio show, we were doing the show on this same frequency, 650, but mm-hmm. back then it was an oldie station in, in <laughs> Richmond. Uh, it has come full circle, but I remember being in studio with a pepper lime lager, and I do recall you introduced a mandarin lager as well for a brief period of time. So there's some, there's some archival beers in the Dead Frog catalog that maybe for some come upcoming anniversary you might want to maybe revisit. So we actually are bringing that Mandarin. Thank you. Love it. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's so one that of my faves. Sneak peek into the new juice box for this season. Okay. Uh, we're bringing back it was what we had originally released was a Mandarin orange amber ale. We're now bringing it back as a Mandarin orange sour. So very much the same ah. idea just to fit the juice box slot. Nice. What blew me away is Rick and I have been out to your facility a number of times. First of all, the food program is on point. I mean, there's not a lot oh. of comparable food programs. Steak sandwich, in, dude. In, tasti- oh. in tasting rooms. Let's, let's you know. There's beef dip and Langley. Okay. But the thing that, that one has to ponder is that the amount of beer that you have on your wall uh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize just how broad the, uh, the, the the family had grown. Is that largely you? Are you just that ambitious guy? It's like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh, ambitious, crazy, yeah. uh, a little yeah. bit of both probably. Yeah. Uh, but we, we have tw- 36 taps on the wall, 25 beers, a couple of ciders, a couple of wines. And it just, we're constantly changing. We're doing taste room exclusive beers all the time. We do 10 or 15 kegs, and once they're gone, they're gone kind of thing. As a bit of a test batch and passion project of, like, I get to play around and yeah. do cool stuff. Which is a nice way to kind of test test the recipe out, right, mm-hmm. and see what kind of feedback you get right away from from your tasting room. So. Yeah, for sure. There's there's definitely a couple that we probably won't do again <laughs> <laughs> and that I think were a great idea and probably just didn't quite hit the mark. And there's yeah. been quite a few of them that started as tasting room beers that have, that have now turned into we're doing a release. Like, we're just releasing our uh, rye IPA again, Field Tripper. Oh, wow. Started as a tasting room exclusive beer, and now we're doing a big LDB release of it this year. Got to love be, it. It'll be out in... Two or three weeks from now. So, as the head brewer, I mean, is it customer driven? Is it is it staff driven in terms of what you want to do? Like, how much input do do the general public have if they walk into your tasting room and, and start requesting something that maybe is not on the menu? Does that filter back to to the tank room where all of a sudden Cole goes, "Oh, a lot of people are asking for this. Maybe we should try it." Well, it does because I spend a lot of time in the tasting room talking to people and just kind of hanging out with. I mean, not not so much during COVID. Uh, but it's starting to again now being able yeah. to like talk around and talk to customers and everything. And when people come up with a good idea, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. We'll throw that on the list. And quite a few of them have made it through to through to production. Mm-hmm. What uh, is there styles that perhaps you don't want to embrace? Like I was really late to the sour party. I hated sour. I thought they were horrible. But I said the same thing about IPAs. If you go back like seven or eight years ago, yeah, I thought an IPA a was a drinker, bad beer. Sure. And now mm-hmm. that's all I drink. Um, and sours, I'm really digging. Uh, are you totally accepting of whatever the latest, hottest, new development thing is? I'll do anything. And honestly, I want to be first. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll take some trends and go with it. And there's quite a few times where I'm like, oh, nobody's doing this, so let's try it. And you just never know which one's so going to hit. is your old man over your shoulder, or is he just kind of let you have the free reign? Uh, when I started, he was. And then we produced Blueberry Blast Sour, uh, my first sour beer we brewed five years ago. And once that one took off, he was like, okay, you got it. And he, nice. and he pretty much handed it over and said, go for it. 
Now, so, I, I know that you referred earlier, Cole, to the fact that when this started, you were like 13 years old. So you weren't, you were probably hanging around with, with Pops, just kind of seeing what he's doing. Maybe he had you doing some sweeping up in the, in, in the, uh, in the brewery or whatever. But uh, did you take to it immediately? Did you think, you know, I'm seeing what my dad's doing. Maybe that's something I want to do down the road? Uh, at the beginning, I worked from grade 9 to grade 12 every day after high school labeling beer bottles in the back from 4 to 9 o'clock. <laughs> and uh, once I was for a, done... For a fair wage? <laughs> sure, we'll call it that. <laughs> yeah, but he, exactly. he called it fair at least. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So I did that for a while and then got tired of it and said, oh, I got to go. So I went to Australia for a year and a half. And while I was there, I actually missed it. Went, oh, wow, this beer industry is actually kind of cool. So when I came back, I did the KPU program. And now I'm fully bought in, nice. and, and we're going. Well, you can't. We can't give enough praise to KPU. KPU, it's just, oh, it's turned out for so West many, Coast is so just oh, oh, unbelievable. They do a fantastic job. So, um, so if you had to crystal ball it right now, when, when do you see the next big old beer fest? Where, where is that in the in the calendar? Hopefully or realistically. That's well, two very I'd say questions. realistically. Maybe September, yeah. but those are looking like okay. we'll see what happens with right. the Kelowna for and sure. all that craziness yeah. yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping for festivals next April. Well, I'll tell you what. We've been big fans of uh, of you guys from day one, and uh, I'm so excited to see that you're, you're, you've got competition because, let's face it, competition is good and healthy. It's going to only drive you guys harder to make sure that you stay number Ab one. It's competition, and it yeah. drives people out here. So yeah. I'm, I say bring it on. It's Absolutely. a destination now. Yeah. It is For Dead sure. Frog Brewing on 200th between the Sandman and the Harley-Davidson dealership. Uh, Cole Smith, thank you so much. Thanks, Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, fellas. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. We are broadcasting from the newly opened The Barley Merchant on 200th and Langley. Just minutes away, seconds away from the Cineplex Cinemas, the uh, big the landmark shadow. here, the shadow of the Cineplex in uh, Walnut Grove. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir at JHFTB on social media. You can follow us just here for the beer.com and you can also watch our shows on YouTube. That's right, just here for beer radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if, which of you will please give a nice, formally, Langley welcome to Smuggler's Trail, Mr. Stephen Gregory, who is the co founder of Smuggler's Trail. And a person that actually, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, before I introduce, well, let's introduce uh, Tom Batty, who is the uh, brewmaster. Hello. Smuggler's Trail. Hey. Hello. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Stephen, but um, this actually, this show came from a conversation in your tasting room just after you opened, I think, or maybe during the initial, just before the restrictions Yeah, I think it was on the in. soft opening. Yeah, That's right. and, and, and I think we were talking about, you know, this area has grown so vastly that you can't just do a Langley show because there's way too many brewers. And then you said, well, what are you, what are you guys looking at doing one in this neighborhood? And we talked to Tourism Langley, and they said, yeah, this is thriving. Can you believe the, the, the landscape here and how many brewers are now calling Langley home? It's amazing. Like, it's, it's such a – I don't think you can actually build that into a business plan. No. But the, the camaraderie – the, the kinship and, and just the healthfulness that's, that's shown in this community. But then people coming in from all over, yeah. like 
far sides of the valley into Vancouver and from the island now, now that we're allowed to. The, um, yeah, it's, it's so awesome. And there's something, there's a destination here now that they can come and enjoy themselves For and sure. spend an afternoon. And here. every good brewery requires patience, some money, <laughs> and that's requires money. a great brewmaster. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Batty, we are no strangers with Thomas. Uh, we're familiar with your work. We did a collab with you some years ago. Hell yeah, Hell you did, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, good to see you as always, Tom. Um, Great to be here. What, uh, what was the inspiration for Because, I mean, again, I think it's kind of a brewer's world because there's a shortage of, or, you know, there's, there's, there's no shortage of breweries opening up, but there might be a shortage of brewers. Uh, what was the, oh, yeah, this is, this, is, this is convincing me to do Smuggler's Trail. Oh, gosh. Like, um, I got a recommendation from a good friend of mine uh, that you guys also know, Evan Doan. Great. Love uh, The beauty of the craft beer industry is just the nicest guy you could ever find. And for he sure. gave me just a glowing recommendation for these guys. You knew him really well uh, before before they opened their spot. And uh, we got together, and we're, we all played rugby. And we just, I don't even think we talked beer for the first, <laughs> like, hour. You know what I mean? We did talk. We did talk beer for the first hour. We just talked about who we knew, where we played, all this kind of stuff, and it just hit it off so well. And and then um, I, I went overseas for like two weeks, had a little vacation. I was in a nice like calm spot, and I was like thinking about who I wanted to to accept. And uh, Smuggler's Trail just came back to them, and I was so excited to open it up with them. So, so Stephen, from your perspective, is it important that that you guys be on the same page, or are you willing to say, well, we're going to be the the financiers, we're going to be the, the foundation builders, but we're going to trust you to create the beer program? I think there's two ways of looking at it, and and yeah, there's there's the groups that are just like I want you to brew this, do this, make this happen, but there's a passion that that Thomas brings, and you can't say this is how it's going to be yeah there's there's different beers that we've always wanted to have and we're always happy to to be pouring but you've got to give your experts the creative freedom to to expand and and play and try different things which i definitely feel that i have and like what i love about these guys is that like at the beginning like we were we were bringing certain stuff and i think with a few beers that really hit it off i gained their trust and and but they're also like in the cellar almost every other day you know, oh, I want to sample this, I want to sample that. Like, these guys are so involved with the process and they just love craft beer. So it's, it's been so nice working with them. I think, Tom, you can talk on this too, is like when you have that, for lack of a better term, that micromanagement going on, saying brew this, brew that, it kind of takes your creativity away. And I think from my experience, at least, it's been what drives you guys to create and to bring these new flavors to, to market. Is that, is that correct? Totally. I mean, it's like Steve said, it's like kind of a, it's, it's a relationship, right? Like nobody wants, nobody wants a chef that's going to put a, a dish in front of you. That's just like so crazy and so wacky. You're not even going to enjoy it. Right. So, I mean, you've got, you, you want a brewer that understands trends. You want a brewer that understands flavor. And sometimes you need a management that like reigns in a brewer. <laughs> sometimes that's kind of <laughs> needed, but um, I'm, I'm like so happy because for the most part I get to do what I want to do. And these guys have really supported me in that creativity because they're all, they're all for it. Awesome. I'm yeah, curious there's... though, if, if you uh, sort of have somebody that's maybe a, a, an older, more set in their ways, kind of old school brewer that really doesn't want to sort of change with the times, there's still place for them as well. But I think it's important if you want to be competitive and if you want to get bums in seats, 
you know, you have to look at the marketplace. You have to look at what's selling on the shelves and go, yeah, we're going to jump in. I think totally. one of the, the coolest things that we do is that we embrace the old, but look for innovation and stuff as well. And we take a collaborative effort amongst the group. Like one of our, our pilot batches, Eric the Red, flew off the shelves. And I asked, I'm like, guys, can we run this? as a, a full production for in-house. Yes, and, boss. <laughs> and, and it was yes, James Falk, our, uh, our brewer. Um, it was his first commercial brew, and we were so chuffed to have him be able to spread his wings here and under the guidance of, of Tom and just come out with something just amazing. And it's like, how do you elevate your staff and get that buy-in from them yes. where they are dusted with yes. you on this journey. Yeah, promote that creativity. And I think if, if you want to talk about it, Tom, is the the pilot batches that we do with our, our team. Yeah, I mean, we do uh, we do so many. Like, So staff will come to me with an idea, and no matter how crazy it is, I try to entertain it, and I think, like, how can I do that for you? And so I had like a, like a good example was like a lemon meringue pie, and I was like, okay, cool, like we can do this. Like we can add graham cracker to the mash. We can like make a nice wheat based malt. Like we can do this, and we can add lactose milk sugar, so it's like silky. We can add vanilla. We can add real lemon. We can do all these things, so it's like good. So like that's kind of promoting creativity across like not just in the brewing staff, but like across the whole uh, service staff and the kitchen staff as well. Just like trying to promote that creativity through the whole business. Our guests are Tom Batty, who is the brewmaster, Stephen Gregory, who is the founder, co-founder and GM of uh, Smuggler's Trail Brewing on 200th Street, exit north of the highway, where the one-way begins right beside International Motorsport, is at Smuggler's Trail on social media. So uh, I, I, must, uh, I must ask you this. Um, we obviously met in person around the time of the pandemic. There was great concern, I think, on everybody's part, because no one knew what what the future would hold. You guys managed to sustain, you guys managed to create a, a, a buzz. Is it looking good now? Can you see your way clear for the future? And the other thing I want to ask is that, are you built for expansion? Because that's the one thing I've realized in the brewing industry is that, you know, you might get a nice big facility, but next thing you know, you're at full capacity. Do you have the ability to perhaps grow? There's, yeah, there's definitely room for growth. Um, back to your initial comment is things are going awesome the community is really pulling us through this and it's without them we wouldn't be anything um, we've got great relationship and other breweries that are helping promote us and and spread the word and the gospel of what we're doing and we're so so thankful for all this so it's it's a it's not just us just crushing it out there it's it's the support that we're receiving from both the, the consumer or the, the, the patron side to to the our equals and our fellows and, and that are trying to complete the, the same thing out there. So yeah, there is there is room for growth for us. Um, but yeah, some of the, the things that, that we're really trying to connect with is bringing and giving back to our community as well. Smuggler's Trail, at Smuggler's Trail. Now tell us quickly, what, uh, what are we drinking here, Tom? Uh, we are drinking the Maltese Pilsner, which is an Honor House a collaborative Pilsner we did for the Honor House Foundation. Wow, that's nice. Uh, again, you are located on 200th Street, exit north of the highway, where the one-way begins right beside International Motorsport, at Smuggler's Trail on social media. Thank you so much because, again, this was inspired by an original idea based on our conversation, Stephen and Tom, and uh, we're hoping to make this an annual event. You betcha.
Looking Cheers. forward to it. Thank you. Cheers, Thanks, please. you guys. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I'm just here for the beer. Well, that is a wrap for Just Here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting from the all-new Barley Merchant on 200th Street in Langley. And thank you so much thank to you. Tim yes. LaHaye, who has put his blood, sweat, and tears in this project. He, did he sell this since 2015? 2015, this idea was, was birthed. And no idea is possible without the cooperation of local BIAs, business improvement associations, or tourism departments. Daniela Patesta and Aaron Krebda, Krebda from Tourism Langley uh, have come to the fore. And thank you so much. Uh, so, Daniela, we started talking to you through an original idea based on a conversation with Stephen at Smuggler's Trail. I didn't realize it goes back to last year. Yeah, before Christmas time in 2020, which is um, incredible to think that. It's, it's been like so long, long ago. Yeah. 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 And, and then, you know, again, the, the lockdown happened, and, and there, it was never a no. It was a not right now. Let's put a pin in it for down the road. Aaron, of course, you've jumped in in, in, in recent because you, you worked together. Um, did you think this, because we wanted to do it here. It was so important. The barley merchant is so important to the area. Yeah, exactly. It was just the perfect spot to have it. I mean, we've seen the craft beer scene grow so much, and then this is kind of represents a little bit of everybody uh, in the township of Langley. And um, do we know what's coming in the future? Is it still growing or still growing? Still so growing. just we actually just had locality open up about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and then later this year, early next year, uh, we're expecting Brookswood Brewing to open up. So that's in my neighborhood. So I'm excited to that. I can go. <laughs> and walk up there myself and have a stumble beer on my host. own and you know, not necessarily stumble but just make my way home the safe way without having to drive yeah. i have a feeling that's not the end not gonna be exactly <laughs> I, think, I think there's more in the planning stages yeah. and, and uh, rick we did our previous show two weeks ago uh from the langley loop uh, at farm country brewing and i think it was it was interesting when we contacted tourism langley like if this were five years ago we would have done one langley radio show and yeah. that would have been it you can't fit yeah. them all into one show. And I'm wondering if we start doing this on an annual basis this time next year, there's probably going to be maybe a third, third. language show. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a good goal. Let's let's write that down. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> Got to shoot for something, right? So what uh, during the shutdown period and, and all of the chaos that ensued, uh, how, how did Langley fare? How did how did uh, you because you work with so many tourism partners? What kind of stories were you hearing? Was there an outpouring of support from locals supporting local? Definitely, I would say a lot of locals supporting local. And then the biggest thing with us, we are also known as an agritourism destination. So we found we had a lot of people who were out in Metro Vancouver, whereas Vancouver, like Vancouver proper, or just the surrounding communities, who they would buy their local produce from their markets, and they would say, "Hey." This farm here is in Langley. I want to go to that farm myself and actually get the produce straight from the farm, get it right from the maker, whether it was the produce, the cheese, the craft beer from the breweries, the wine from the wineries. And we saw a lot of people coming out here really wanting to get it truly from the place where it is grown. And that's one of the things that we've seen. And, and I mean, I, I, I live in Steveston, right? So I see that down, down in the village. And even for me, I'm coming out to these locations now. And e even though it is a little bit of a destination um it, it it's still something that i look forward to and, and to get to know these folks on a regular basis right well you know what what when you're of my vintage and uh, i grew up in the i grew up in the city of vancouver i'm a vancouver born and raised guy born in vancouver still live in vancouver 
And so Langley was generally not on my radar back in the day mm -hmm. until we started you know, doing the radio shows and things like that, and we were getting out, outside of the, uh, the city limits. But the Langley, I remember, was like a lot of trees and sticks and things like yeah. that. You drive down 200th now, it, it blows me away. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of open space anymore. Yeah. South Langley, I mean, you're seeing that's where all the agriculture is, great wineries out there. But, yeah, it's, I mean, the population is booming. We're seeing lots of people from Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, we just look across the road here and look at all those condos that are going up there, and it's just popping. Yeah. I was born and raised here until I have seen right. what how it has changed. But, right. but it's also important that, that you have a local municipal government that gets it and, and wants to work with it. And we have saw we saw that in, in beer. Some areas, Port Moody was really quick to jump on board and get the beer scene. Some municipalities, unfortunately, have been kind of lagging behind, and they're playing catch-up now. But it really looks like Langley between city and township, it looks like Langley gets it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely. great to see. Yeah. It's definitely the craft beer scene here is definitely booming, and, yeah, we totally expect to see more places opening up in the coming years. Well, only because I saw Tim give you a one of his cocktails. What, what, what did you have? It's, I know it's a beer show, but what, it looked pretty darn good. It was it delicious. Was amazing. It was a Lavender Collins. Okay. Oh, so wow. it was with gin from Nanaimo at Arbutus in Nanaimo. And then there's some fresh squeezed lime juice in there, lavender, simple syrup, nice fresh lemon wedge on there. It was very refreshing. Well, because we've got you on the radio, and I want to ask an unfair question, Daniela Potesta and Aaron Krepta from uh, Tourism Langley, can we make this an annual thing? Can we Can we maybe oh, we're putting put, them on the spot. put a pencil Hang in the on. calendar for a year from now at, and reconvene at uh, at the Barley Merchant and, and talk about the growth in the in the past 12 months? I think that sounds like a okay. date. <laughs> yep, we'll put it in there today. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for your support. We totally appreciate it. Sure, it's been a great time, and uh, we couldn't have done it without you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks Thank so you. much Thank for coming you. out and helping us promote this Cheers. amazing beer scene. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Rick Mohabir, you can follow us at justhereforthebeer.com, at JHFTB on social media. Also, the Just Here for the Beer Brewery Tours are back, baby. Back, that's They are right. back. You've got two vehicles on the road. You can go to justhereforthebeer.com for more information. And i uh, got to give a shout-out to our buddy Art Factor. Art Factor. Art Factor. Yeah, baby. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Tim LaHaye and The Barley Merchant on 200th Street in Langley. That is a wrap. This is Sportsnet 650. Just Here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through justhereforthebeer.com. For more information, check out justhereforthebeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.